الحمد لله الحمد لله وكفى والصلاه والسلام على عباده الذين اصطفى اما بعد فاعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قل هل يستوي الذين يعلمون والذين لا يعلمون انما يتذكر اولو الالباب صدق الله العظيم most respected mothers and sisters students of deen <coughs> last week we discussed the aspect of building up the correct mindset one is to learn about the various amal the actions and to engage in that accordingly but together with that and even more important is to build the heart and develop the correct mindset and we discussed with examples what is meant by developing the correct mindset and building the heart we took the example of generosity the generosity one is the act of generosity but the other is to make the heart generous and the heart one person after the other is passing on the water that no give it to the next person not me whereas each one was in need of it at such a critical moment that kind of act can only happen when there is generosity deep down in a person we took the example of having parda in the heart having the concept of parda in the heart and the importance of parda in the heart one is to just have the niqab where the niqab but the parda concept of parda is missing the importance of parda is not in the heart then we'll have lot of compromises lot of cutting of corners and lot of selective parda that with certain instances there'll be parda and certain instances will be like nothing whereas both are non mahrams so why we will say while we will say that alhamdulillah at least some are being avoided but that concept of parda is still not in the heart completely so this is what was the lesson about last week that we have to build the correct mindset and in order to build this correct mindset we have to very closely follow the line of our akabir of our predecessors our elders the ulama ikram the mashayikh of the past the lines that they walked on what they displayed for us what kind of mindset did they develop how did they consider the various things this is something that we have to try and develop within ourselves in order to us to understand what is this aspect of having this mindset having this uh, heart built up one incident is of hazrat wala hazrat ma shah ki mod akhtar sahab down barakatuhum we are talking about a mindset 
he was one day somebody gave a jubba might have seen a jubba it's a long garment which is worn Eid, Juma, etc so somebody gave a jubba as a gift so alter whatever we can then do it so he said very well so he was already in his old age but he stood up and then they helped him to put it on but when they helped him to put it on is not permissible this is something clearly prohibited in the Hadith Sharif Beware of, in other words, addressing men. Beware of letting the garments flow below the ankle. Because verily, this is something which is out of pride. And Allah Ta'ala does not love pride. So this is the teaching of the Hadith Sharif. And Hadith Wala Daun Barakatuhum very strongly emphasizes this because of the various warnings that have been sounded about this in the Hadith Sharif that a person who allows his garments to flow below his ankles then that part of the body will be in the fire of Jahannam and Allah Ta'ala will not look at such a person with mercy etc so Hazrat emphasizes this a lot now on this occasion this was just merely sizing it they put the Jubba on for him and it turned out that it was gone below his ankles so one person started suggesting that uh, let's take a size and let's see how we can you know, I mean, you know up to where to adjust in the meantime he just as he was saying that he looked and he realized that Hazrat's face is gone red and he told him quickly take it off me you're worrying about where, from where to adjust and alter and so on first take it off me so this person then the Khadim quickly they realized that Hazrat wanted to remove it immediately without a second's delay. So they quickly took it off. Now when they took it off, then he was relieved and he said that this garment, though I was sizing it only, whatever the case is, but it went below the ankle and what if at that time my death came? If suddenly at that time I passed away, the death came in that world and it happens. People pass away in a moment. How many times it happens? Not everybody passes away uh, after like a illness or the signs of death become apparent slowly and then a person then leaves. Many a times a person is sitting comfortably talking and in a moment he's gone. So I said, what if my death came at that moment? I would have gone with a garment that is flowing below my ankles. How would I have met Allah Ta'ala? Whereas this was something not intentional. It was not something that was deliberate. It was not something that was worn for the sake of wearing it and then going somewhere. It was just worn to see how it fits. But in that one moment also, because it went below the ankles, Hazrat couldn't tolerate it. Because it was against the way that Nabi Sallallahu has commanded. Now this reaction, this reaction, this reaction is from that mindset that I cannot do and I'm not supposed to do anything 
that Allah's Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is displeased with, that Allah Ta'ala is displeased with, and I cannot tolerate the displeasure of Allah Ta'ala for one moment. Now this one is to refrain from the wrong things, but the other is that mindset, that heart, that I am refraining from this because I cannot tolerate the displeasure of Allah Ta'ala for one moment. So I can't come near it, I can't touch it. Now that mindset, Alhamdulillah, a person refrains from some something, but if it's on a selective basis, sometimes refrain, sometimes not, from some people. one corner here and one corner there tomorrow we'll cut whole pieces off all this can carry on then because there's no mindset yet developed the heart is not yet filled with that concept so this is the lesson here that the heart there's a concept in it that I can't tolerate this for one moment likewise on one occasion Hazrat was traveling and en route in Dubai they had a longer wait probably they were coming to South Africa or going back I cannot remember exactly the direction but uh, they had to stop over in Dubai for over overnight or something because of the connecting flight something was a delay there or it was a shorter time but in any case for Hazrat's comfort they took him to a hotel room that he will rest for a few hours and then they will take the next flight so when they got into that hotel room like the cases in most places, that there's a television there. Now the television was there and it was switched off. It wasn't switched on, it was switched off. They just entered the room, but it was there. So as soon as Hazrat entered, he immediately instructed one of the khadims, take a sheet or something and cover that whole box up. So they did as they were told, immediately they covered it up. After they covered it up, Somebody then inquired, but it switched off and nobody had any intention of switching it on. So, why did you instruct that it must be even covered with a sheet and it must not be even visible though it switched off? So, that said, this screen is the same screen on when, where all this filth and immorality and vice is displayed. I don't even want to see the screen where all this is displayed let alone seeing anything haram, but this box is the same box that keeps spewing out so much of the filth. I don't even want to see it switched off. Now where does this reaction come from? Where does this uh, extent of being keeping something out of sight come from? This comes from that mindset that I need to be miles away from anything that is linked to the disobedience of Allah Ta'ala. So, he immediately made them cover even that box, though it was switched off. Now, this is the lesson that we are talking about, that to develop the mindset, to develop the heart, to be super conscious. And this is what we have come to Madrasa for, that together with learning the facts and figures, learning the Masail, learning various aspects of Tafsir maybe, of Hadith, of and we have to try our best to learn the maximum possible in this time that we will be in the madrasa but beyond that 
they are sinless. We are very, very weak. We are filled with weaknesses. But the mindset that has to be created is a mindset of the fear of Allah Ta'ala. A mindset of Toba. Now what does this mean? That we are going to learn about Toba. Maybe we'll even give a complete discussion about Toba in the Madrasa. We'll give a complete discussion about Istighfar. We'll give Choose all the ayat of the Quran Sharif will be able to quote, will quote many ahadith on the subject, will quote the incidents in the lives of the Sahaba Ikiram and in the lives of the Ahlullah and all this is very important to be able to learn these things to remember it also to the best that we can but all that is meant and on some occasions we will raise our hands and make dua and we will even make toba also. But the purpose and the object of all this is that our heart becomes ta'ib and our heart becomes tawab, excessively making toba. And our heart becomes filled with the jazba of toba, of istighfar. Now, what does this mean? A person, even on, for example, the accidental gaze in the wrong direction accidental not deliberate accidental but the accidental gaze fell on something which it should not have fallen on so it's a mistake provided it was not then continued or the gaze was not deliberate and then if it accidentally it was not something continued immediately the gaze was moved away so there's no sin that first accidental gaze is not a sin but that too leaves some effect on the heart. There's no sin incurred, but it leaves some effect on the heart. Now, if the heart has been developed where there's a jazba of tawbah and the jazba of istighfar in it, the, in, the fervor of tawbah and istighfar, the consciousness of tawbah and istighfar, then even on that accidental glance, a person will become restless. And you will start making istighfar. Astaghfirullah, astaghfirullah. To wash off that heart. Now, an involuntary thought came. And it's not a good thought. It's an evil thought. It's a haram thought. It's some immodest thought. But it came in involuntarily. The involuntary thought a person is not responsible for, not accountable for provided that a person did not entertain the thought thereafter. The thought came and immediately one turned the mind elsewhere. One turned the mind towards the, the angel of death is staring at me. It could be a possibility, Allah knows best. So can I, do I want to leave the world with a filthy thought in my heart? Can I risk it? Oh, the person immediately started thinking that imagine if my heart was a like a signboard, whatever I am thinking, like an electronic signboard from the computer, the signboard is giving what is on the computer. So, what is in my heart? There is a screen which is displaying what is in my heart right now. And my parents are watching it. They are seeing what is going on. My ustad, my Muallima is watching what's going on. My friends are, can see what's going through my heart. Can I ever tolerate such a thing? 
Would I ever allow such a thing to happen? Will I keep my heart then in filth? Or will I make sure my heart is absolutely clean? So that everybody sees the clean heart. So definitely I will not be able to tolerate, I will never ever take a chance that anybody gets to know that my heart is with filthy thoughts. So people, Alhamdulillah, Allah Ta'ala has kept this heart in parda. Allah Ta'ala has concealed what goes through our hearts from people. But Allah Ta'ala is watching. So if I'm going to be embarrassed to show my heart to people, am I not ashamed to show this heart to Allah Ta'ala? Allah Ta'ala is watching. People didn't create this heart. People are not keeping it pumping the blood all the time. They are not keeping it beating. Allah Ta'ala has created this heart. Allah Ta'ala is keeping it beating. Allah Ta'ala is making it supply the blood throughout the body. And this one little while also, if the heart stops beating, there's a severe heart attack. And what happens to a person thereafter? Allah Ta'ala out of his fuzzal, out of his grace, is keeping this heart beating. And am I going to allow this heart to be thinking evil now? Now a person turn the mind towards reprimanding oneself. The nafs and shaitan are whispering some haram thoughts. Do this, look at that, speak this, think that, whatever else. Now a person counted that and dispelled that whisper of nafs and shaitan by reprimanding the self. Are you so shameless? You've got no shame? Are you talking to yourself? That are you so mean, so lowly? Your Rabb who created you, who gave you everything, who is blessing you with all the favors and bounties, you can never ever make sugar for all his bounties. And he blessed you with this heart and you want to entertain these thoughts of evil, you want to entertain these thoughts of disrespect, you want to entertain these thoughts of how to create trouble for somebody else, how to put pain in somebody else's life, how to maybe cause trouble between people, how to run somebody down. You want to think about all this evil? Allah is going to be happy with this. Now the mind is being, the heart is being reprimanded from within the heart. The nafs is being reprimanded. So automatically that evil thought which came in involuntarily also will go away because it cannot remain when a person is reprimanding himself or herself. So this is now when there is a mindset of istighfar. There is a mindset of toba. The heart has been built for this now. Has been developed. So now it's not that a person will wait for some occasion when the 27th of Ramadan will come. Forget even Ramadan itself. The 27th of Ramadan will come then I'll make toba. The 15th night of Shaban will come, then I'll make toba, And in between, I'll carry on with life as I want. No, the person won't be able to rest for the next second. That this involuntary thought came, the person dispelled it with the right frame of mind. That also now will be when, there's a, when the heart is made. There's a mindset. The mindset of keeping the heart clean. That as soon as the wrong thought comes, that too is immediately, there's a defense from within. And there's some badgumani came, some suspicion regarding somebody. Immediately the heart is being reprimanded. The nafs is being reprimanded. Astaghfirullah. What proof you got to think this, have this suspicion about somebody? Can you back this up on the day of Qiyamah? That you are jumping to this conclusion, this person said this because of that. Because of the person probably doesn't like me. Or the person has this grudge against me. The person has some ill intention against me. Do you have any proof to back this up on the day of Qiyamah? Now you are reprimanding yourself. Now when will this reprimand happen? When the heart has been developed. When it is not something restricted to action only. 
it has become a condition of the heart that there must be husn zan husn zan having good thoughts about everybody bringing about the correct explanation for things not jumping to conclusions not harboring suspicion now that when the heart has been developed for it the condition of the heart has become husn zan now automatically the heart will dispel the wrong thoughts but if it is just restricted to action then we'll get carried away for a long time we'll start passing judgments and so on then after one day we'll say that no you know it's not a good thing to harbor suspicions and must make toba from it so the issue is alhamdulillah that the next day also that tawfi came to make toba alhamdulillah that too is something to make shukar upon but we can't be content upon that the issue is that we got to improve we got to move forward we got to progress we can't be in that situation where we can get washed away so this is what we have come to madrasa to do to condition our hearts to develop that mindset so when will this heart now that mistaken glance that involuntary thought which a person dispelled and on top of that the person will still make istighfar astaghfirullah la hawla wala quwwata illa billah la ilaha illa anta subhanaka inni kuntu minadh dhalimin when will this restlessness come that a person wants to now wash that heart off from the depth of the heart the person is astaghfirullah astaghfirullah la hawla wala quwwata illa billah how could i think like this where is the thought was involuntary and he immediately turned the mind away from it but he's still washing the heart this is when the heart has been conditioned for toba when the heart has been conditioned for istighfar that my heart must shine i don't want one speck of dust on it if there's one speck of dust on the clothes now it's a person's some occasion it's eid and somebody who bore a very elegant white dress and now one small speck of dust now a person is dusting it too and all the time checking that my clothes must not be dusty in any way and if a person bought something new some whatever it is in the house or the car or whatever and now the person always look at it now must be shining there mustn't be anything that is now out of place in it so everything else we want to shine what about keeping our hearts shining in front of allah taala we want to shine our cars we want to shine our shoes we want to shine our clothes we want to shine our kitchens our lounges our bedrooms and in fact we want to shine our bathrooms and toilets also the toilet must be shining but if there's something we're not concerned about keeping shining is our hearts what answer we will give to allah taala on the day of qiyamah that i took so much of care to keep the bathroom and toilet shining but i wasn't concerned about keeping my heart shining whereas the heart this is the abode of the love of allah taala so this is what we have to come we have come to madrasa to do to learn to condition our hearts to bring that feeling within the heart that everything in this heart must be that please allah nothing must come in this heart that will displease allah taala i will not cause any i will not plan anything in my heart that will cause taklif to anybody i will not deliberately think of any evil i will not scheme and plot how to do this and that and the other i will not be harboring ill feelings about anybody i will not be giving place to suspicious suspicions and doubts about others I will not jump to conclusions about others intentions. I will have this heart of compassion, this heart of mercy, this heart of kindness, this heart of generosity. This heart of love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This 
heart for the love of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam the heart for the love of the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam that level of the love of sunnah that will not leave any space for the love for fashion will not leave any space for the love of the styles of the west for the love of tight clothing for the love of clothing that will attract attention to ourselves outside for that kind of lifestyle which is not in accordance with the command of Allah tabarak wa ta'ala and the way of life of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam now this is what we have come to madrasa to do to condition our hearts to develop this mindset that this is how i want to lead my life i want to lead my life as if every moment i am ready to meet allah taala every moment i am ready to meet my creator and when a person leads his life like this then he goes like this also that he is ready to meet allah taala and more than anybody else the example for us because we are sitting right in that place under the same roof of which was established by that personality hazrat mawlana sahab rahmatullah alai how he went and how in a moment he met allah taala in such a wonderful way because somebody lives their life like that at any moment i could meet allah taala so i could live my life in a way that i am ready to meet allah taala and many many pious people throughout the world leave maybe it might not always be in such a uh, dramatically elegant way this is allah taala special gift on some special bandas others also leave in a beautiful way many leave in a very beautiful way also but the thing is that all those who leave in this beautiful manner they leave in that beautiful manner because they lived in that beautiful manner and they were ever ready to meet allah taala and they lived in that way that i could meet allah taala any moment so i cannot afford to cut corners to take risks and chances that let me do something now and later on i'll make toba that later on might be too late so this is the main focus of our purpose the fa- main focus of our time in madrasa to develop this mindset to create this consciousness of allah tbarak wa taala to create this feeling within our heart for being the true servants of allah taala and to keep that heart shining so now the person is not making istighfar that because now there's i maybe have to tick one chart or something that did you make your istighfar for the day so i got to tick a chart so now i got to read istighfar and if it's now holiday and i don't have to tick any chart i'm not aware if there's any chart or something i'm just saying it on a general level in some places there is this tartib in some madaris etc that there is a chart a sheet a form which a student has to tick in the purpose of that is to create the habit that a person will first now do it for the sake of ticking it but then a person needs to build up from there that now i'm no more going to tick it for the sake of ticking it but i'm going to do the action because this is what i am supposed to be doing for my allah and my heart needs to be clean i'm making this istighfar not just for the sake of ticking the cheat and showing well i did what i was supposed to do but for the sake of keeping my heart shining in front of allah taala i'm not reading this durood sharif so that i can tick off that i read 500 durood on friday i read 1000 durood on friday and maybe i might get some uh, praises from somebody or maybe even one prize fine all that is also done sometimes to encourage 
and to develop the practice and the habit. But the objective mustn't be lost. The objective is to bring us to that note and to bring us to that point that I am reading Durul Sharif out of my deep gratitude to Allah's Nabi Wasallam for what he did for me, what difficulties he undertook for me, what kind of hardship and pain and suffering he endured so that I could be taking the name of Allah Ta'ala. So this is the dictates of my love for Rasulullah Wasallam. So whether it is a Monday or whether it's a Friday or whether it is a Saturday or a Sunday, whether it is Madrasa days or whether it's a holiday, and whether I am still in Madrasa formally as a student or whether now I have graduated and gone, Duru Sharif is for me to show my love to Rasulullah express my gratitude to Allah's Nabi and to express my inner feeling for Allah's Nabi so therefore I am going to recite Duru Sharif without fail daily I am going to make istighfar daily it's not something linked to any particular time or it's madrasa or not madrasa I am still a formal student or I have graduated all that doesn't make any difference to me I am doing it now for the sake of Allah Taala, in order to express my gratitude to Allah's Nabi Wasallam by showering by begging Allah Taala to shower these mercies upon him so this now not because it's a madrasa rule not because I have to recite the Quran Sharif in order to tick some chart but this is the kalam of my Allah Ta'ala this is something Allah Ta'ala has revealed on Rasulullah Sallallahu and which has been given to us as a mu'jiza of Rasulullah Sallallahu and this mu'jiza will be ever living and this is the kalam of Allah Ta'ala I go to speak to my Allah daily so when I have to speak to my Allah daily, what difference it makes whether it is Madrasa day or it is a weekend or whether it is holiday or whether I am a formal student or whether I have graduated. What difference does that make? This is for me, I have to talk to my Allah and all the virtues that Nabi Islam has given of Tilawat and that this is a siqala, it is a polish for the heart. The zikr of Allah Ta'ala is a polish for the heart and the greatest zikr, afzalul zikr is the Tilawat of the Quran Sharif. So I'm going to make tilawat, whether it is madrasa, or whether it's holiday, or whether I'm a formal student, or I've graduated. We are all students throughout our life. So now when will this happen? When there's a mindset built. I'm going to be forever forgiving. I'm not going to harbor anything in my, in my heart. Whether I have... Or whether apparently I have no need for the person. That person is somebody distant from me. I apparently have no need. Or I am outwardly perhaps in a superior position. But I am not forgiving because tomorrow I might need the person's help. My heart must become conditioned to forgive. That it is something that will earn the pleasure of Allah Ta'ala. I forgive today, Allah Ta'ala will forgive me. So my heart must become conditioned for forgiveness. Now when this becomes the situation, then we are achieving our real objective of being in the madrasa. But if we can repeat 10 ahadiths on the virtues of forgiveness, but we want to keep harboring malice in our hearts, harbor ill feeling for others, harbor suspicions, and harbor revenge or thirst for revenge, then our heart hasn't yet been conditioned. Then we've learned some facts and figures, we've acquired some information, 
but the nur of ilm has not come. Because when the nur of ilm comes, then that conditions the heart. Then the love of Allah Ta'ala settles in the heart. Then the love of Rasulullah comes. The love of the sunnah comes. When the love of the sunnah comes, it will squeeze out the love of fashion and style and wanting to wear clothes that will that don't fulfill the rights of haya and shame. It will be the clothes that resemble more the styles of the kuffar. It will be a cloak also that will be resembling the style of the kuffar. That it will be tight and it will be showing off the figure and it will be the necklines will start becoming bigger and whatever else and it will be all kinds of things that will attract rather than distract. Whereas the purpose of it was to distract. So all the these things will happen when these things will happen when the mindset has not yet been developed and a person is now being carried away by whatever is going around. But when the nur of ilm has come, the nur of ilm will clear the heart of all the wrongs. The nur of ilm will condition the heart for those sifat and qualities that need to be developed. Nothing happens overnight. Nothing happens in one day or one week or one month also. But right at the outset we number one need to have that firm intention I have come here to condition my heart that intention must be there number two the dua for this conditioning of the heart must be constant and regular daily we must make dua for this we have come to the madrasa for what? we have come to condition our hearts for that which Allah and His Nabi Sallallahu have are going to be pleased with and have given us so make dua for that Ya Allah grant me the correct mindset Allah condition my heart in that mold with which you will be pleased with. There's a mold. You have a mold. The kinds of molds are different. For example, maybe what will be easily understandable is the molds that are used for baking. So there's a mold. Now you keep molding everything in that mold. There's a certain shape. So that biscuit now goes in that mold. So that dough goes in that mold. Then you get 50 biscuits all looking the same. Because it's coming out of the same mold. But now if that mold is the mold of, for example, a heart. So the mold is the mold of a heart. But the person wants to, or maybe take it the other way around, the mold is a square. But the person wants to use that squares to mold a heart. So that square is only going to mold a square. The person is going to get left in that box. But the heart won't get made. So if we are in the squares of dunya, the mold inside within us is a square of dunya. Then our heart is not going to made, get made with that. We have to make the heart within us. And mold the heart in that sifat and in those qualities and attributes which are the sifat of the sunnah, which are the qualities of deen, which Allah's Nabi Islam displayed, what he thought, what he lived, and that which will please Allah tabarak wa ta'ala. Now when that mold has been developed within us, that mindset has been built, now every thought that comes will have to go through that mold. So the heart is already molded into the mold of Tawbah. So that every thought that comes now will go through this mold, that if it is something not in order, immediately istighfar will start in the heart. It will just get triggered off immediately. The heart will start making istighfar. Astaghfirullah. How can I think this? My Allah is going to be displeased. 
now if some wrong glance, mistaken wrong glance also, so that is going to go through the mold of this heart. But this heart is molded in istighfar already. So that mistaken glance also, the heart is just triggering off into istighfar immediately. And it's getting washed. I can't tolerate this one speck also, though it came by mistake. I didn't drop it deliberately. I didn't bring this dirt deliberately. But I can't, I can't let it be there. Immediately the heart is getting triggered. Something was said to us, but the heart is molded in compassion. So automatically that, or the heart is molded in forgiveness. Because this is one big mold. The mold of the sifat that Nabi Islam taught. The mold of akhlaq. Now in this mold all these things will come through. The mold of taqwa is in it. So automatically now, the, as soon as this came, this wrong glance came, immediately this starts triggering into istighfar. As soon as that wrong, somebody, some hurtful thing somebody said, this mold of forgiveness it will go through. So automatically that forgiveness will flow. Like the lessons we see in the seerat of Rasulullah What What was done, what was said, and how he just forgave. He just forgave and he just deflected all those things. He didn't even take notice of it as if it was just something that never came in front. Abu Lahab's wife, she's composing all kinds of abusive poetry against Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi And hurtful things, things that are derogatory. And to rub salt into the wound, she even distorts the Mubarak name of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. The Mubarak name Allah Ta'ala speaks about the name of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Muhammad, Muhammadur Rasulullah. In the Quran Sharif, his name is used. She, Nawazubillah, distorts this name and makes it Muzammam. Muhammad means the praised one. She distorts it to give it the opposite meaning. Allah Ta'ala forbid. Now, when she starts saying this abusive poetry, hurtful things, and she attributes it in this way and rubs salt in the wound and even distorts the Mubarak name, Nabi Salaam hears it, hears about it. And he deflects it in such a casual way. He says, Subhanallah, Alhamdulillah, see how Allah Ta'ala has saved me. My name is Muhammad. She is talking about somebody else. She is talking about some Muzammam. That's not me. That's somebody else. My name is Muhammad. An end of story. Finish. There's nothing further. So now when will this happen? When the heart is conditioned. The heart is conditioned on sabr. So the heart has been conditioned on sabr. Now there will be various things happening. Somebody said something that sabr is triggered off immediately. Alhamdulillah. I have been given an opportunity to adopt the sabr. And as a result, I am getting the nearness of Allah Ta'ala. Inna Allah sabirin. Now this mindset of sabr has been developed. This mindset of, this heart of sabr has been made. That conditioning has taken place. So now the person, though the pain is there, that somebody told me something, or somebody did something, or this difficulty has come, But in that situation also, because the heart has been conditioned, automatically the mind is flowing in a different direction. The mind is saying, Alhamdulillah, that even on this too, I must praise Allah Ta'ala, that Allah Ta'ala gave me the opportunity of making sabr, but nevertheless I am weak, I beg Allah Ta'ala for afiyat. So we got the sabr dua, the the reward of sabr also, and we got the opportunity of making dua for afiyat as well. And that is what we will beg for. We will not ever ask for any calamity or difficulty. But when it comes, because the heart has been conditioned for sabr.
now first make that intention. Ya Allah, I want to make my heart like this. I want to condition my heart with this beautiful quality of sabr, with this beautiful quality of shukr, with this beautiful quality of forgiveness, with this quality of husne zan, of harboring good thoughts about others, of all the other good qualities of compassion, of forgiveness, of mercy, of tolerance, and of generosity, and the love of Allah Taala, the love of Rasulullah Sallallahu and all the other good qualities. Ya Allah, make my heart conditioned with this quality. Condition my heart with the quality of istighfar and toba. So one is the intention. And the intention has to be repeated. The intention has to be refreshed. Refreshed daily. The Mu'allimahs will remind us, inshallah, to refresh these intentions. Then dua. They will also remind us to make dua. And they will also ask us, are we making dua for this? That my mindset must be the akhirat. My heart must be the akhirat. And am I making dua that this must become my condition? My heart must be conditioned in the mold of akhlaq. My heart must be conditioned in the mold of taqwa. So the Mu'allimahs will remind us also. And they will even ask us as well, are we making dua for this? And how fervently are we making dua for it? So are we refreshing the intention? Are we making dua for it? And then together with the intention, and together with the dua, and dua, every time we make dua, we make dua for this. Especially that we are studying, and this is our objective of coming to study in the madrasa. Then we should be making excessive dua for it. Ya Allah, make my heart like this. Ya Allah, I want my heart to shine. Ya Allah, I cannot tolerate that my heart be dirty in front of you. So Ya Allah, you grant me the topic of keeping my heart clean. So dua for that as well. And together with the niyat and the refreshing of the intention, and together with excessive dua, we should also be reading about the lives of those who have kept their hearts clean. Read about their lives and see how they went about keeping their lives clean, their hearts clean. The lives of the Akabir, I would suggest that maybe not, we might not get much time in the Madrasa days, but in our holidays, the weekends, at nights we might get some time, we should undertake a reading of Abbiti of Hazrat Shaykh al-Hadith Mu'a Zakariya Sahib Rahmatullah His autobiography, titled as Abbiti, and there might be copies in the Madrasa as well, or copies can be acquired from elsewhere. But especially as we go further in our studies, we should make a point of reading this book. And there's a wealth of knowledge in there as well. And it gives us the direction, the application for all this knowledge. And it shows us how the heart is meant to be conditioned. Then besides that, the lives of our Kabir, many have been translated into English. The biography of Hazrat Mufti Mahmoud, the biography of Others have been published as well of other ulama, mashayikh. It might not be something in complete detail. There might be excerpts. Many, many things of Hazrat Muhammad have been already published in short excerpts about his life, etc. We read this. Read it again. Read it many times. Because we need to develop a mindset. Reading it one time will be out of interest. Reading it the second time might be just to maybe be able to say to somebody. But after we've done all that, we've been already gained the interest, we read it, we bi-hearted it, now we're reading it to make our condition like that, to condition our hearts, then we'll see a different benefit come, when we're reading it with, the, with that niyat, with that intention, and we even take advice on day-to-day issues, which seem to be against this conditioning of the heart, 
we seem to have a problem that our mind always is harboring suspicion. So we need to take advice of how to condition the heart correctly and how to remove this situation of the heart where it keeps harboring suspicion. Our heart seems to be always just going into malice. Our heart seems to be going to haram thoughts, going to into various temptations. Our heart seems to be filled with uh, the thirst for revenge. Whatever else, then we need to take advice. How, I, how should I condition this heart? And inshallah, we'll find that step for step, this heart will get conditioned. And then our objective for being in the madrasa will be achieved. May Allah tabarak wa ta'ala grant me the tawfiq and grant all of us the tawfiq. Wa akhiru da'wana alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Allahumma laka alhamdu kulluhu wa laka shukru kulluhu. Allahumma la nuhsi thanaan alayk. Anta kama athnayta ala nafsik. Jazallahu anna nabiyana muhammadan sallallahu alayhi wa sallam bima huwa ahlu. Rabbana ghalamna anfusana wa illam taghfil lana. Wa tarhamna lanakunan min al-khasirin. Rabbi khfir warham. وَعْفُ وَتَكَرَّمْ وَتَجَاوَزْ عَمَّا تَعْلَمْ إِنَّكَ أَنْتَ الْعَازُ الْأَكْرَمْ اللهم إنا نسألك من خير ما سألك منه نبيك وحبيبك سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم ونعوذ بك من شر ما استعاذك منه نبيك وحبيبك سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم أنت المستعان وعليك البلاغ ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم وصلى الله تعالى على خير خلقه سيدنا محمد وآله وصحبه أجمعين والحمد لله رب العالمين